Hello and welcome to Two Players and Up. I'm Aviv. I am Iran. We are the people behind Up to Four Players, a webcomic about tabletop games and the gamers who game them, as well as our current webcomics, Crystal Heart. Uh, it's weekly comics about those very same gamers role-playing as brave crystal hunters in the Savage World System. You can read both these comics on uptofourplayers.com, uh, where you can also read a bunch of posts about role-playing games and mm. listen to episodes of this podcast and mm. look at pictures. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Was that me six? What? Was that me six? What, from Rick and Morty? Yeah. I, I didn't mean to, but if it was... Ah! Look at the pictures! <laughs> Lovely. You can find all these things there for free and without ads. And the reason we can afford to do that is with Ooh! the wonderful... Yes, help and support of our um, patrons on Patreon. Thank you I'm so much. I'm a patron! Much. Look at me! This is fun this is you 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 started it i'm afraid i did can't complain i can complain and i will um so thank you everyone and every week we pick four of your names and we sing them in in various silly harmonic ways to show our support um because it's that's, a way it's to show the only thing yes that's, that's that's the only thing we could figure that's yes that's basically it <laughs> let's hear that now Walter Adam 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 Walter Gazella Mac Adam 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 Gazella Mac Andre Walter Gazella Mac Gazella Andre Lovely, lovely, lovely. lovely. Uh, this week we started our three interlude stories, um, shedding a little light into the, the background of our uh, uh, three characters. We started with Lily, who obviously had the most dramatic, intense, secretive kind of backstory, and we got to see a little bit of the Sin headquarters, which is exciting. And was a little bit intimidating to draw because... Yes, yes. I think we, we sat down on deciding how Sit... Sit? <laughs> how Sin looks from the inside for more... I mean, it took us more time to decide on that specific background than any other background so far in the history of the comics. Of life itself, maybe. Mm, mm, uh, but, but specifically the comics. Yes. And uh, I think it's because with Bogovia you we have kind of real world references i yes. mean when you tell me you know um eastern european kind of middle ages village i know what you mean and when you say a dark uh forest with swamps and stuff i know what you mean but with sin uh, well it's supposed to be a flying castle in the sky but it's very ancient <laughs> But very high-tech at the same time. Also, there are all sorts of people in there, but they can't go everywhere because it's segmented into pieces. But... Exactly. So yes. I think you see the problem. Um, <laughs> no problem, opportunity. Oh! But also a problem. Yes. 
so it was <laughs> it was difficult um and also i think it was what i usually do when i draw pages is um do a really quick layout sketch where, where i just put all the text and try to divide the page to panels and uh, uh like draw really really quickly what happens in each one mm-hmm. Just so I can send it to you, Iran, um, and you can oh. say, "Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that you. makes Thank sense." Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and after that, I do the actual penciling stage, where I go and um, draw things properly, but with a pencil. But when I say pencil, obviously, I mean a Photoshop brush that looks like a pencil. But it's it's still a sketchy phase, but mm. it's a lot more detailed and precise. And this time, I decided. This is taking a lot of time and I'm the one doing the inking later anyway. So it's not like I have to to make the art as detailed and precise as possible so someone else can, mm. you know, I, I don't want to say trace it, uh, but someone else can ink it and it'll still be, and it'll still be true to what I do. So I decided to just skip that stage and go directly to inking from the slightly sketchy, uh, messy, layout and this was a really stupid page to to start that with (laughs) because there's so many details with the background but actually in a way it was kind of a good idea because I just let myself decide things on the fly without Mm. having to think about them too much like here are three random lines just work this it's kind of this is future Aviv's problem Mm. And future Aviv was like, well, okay, if past Aviv just doesn't care about this part, I'll just do whatever I want. And uh, since I'm the only artist in this thing, mm-hmm. it kind of worked out fine. So I, I'm I'm trying to work that way now. And it seems to be cutting some time off uh, the, the, the process of creating every page, which is good. Okay. Which is good because, you know... Um, when you have to do a page every week and maybe even one day more than one page. What? I don't know. But it's good to to cut times as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Sin, just have a look. There's no words in this page. Uh, it's no. all about taking things in through your eyeballs. And, and next week we are doing another sort of... I mean, I think we... I don't know why we decided, but we decided that each of the three uh, players will give their story, their interlude in their own way. So Lily is doing this sort of silent... I mean, Lily is telling things in the real world, I'm doing air quotes, but her character, I mean, there's, there's no dialogue in her scene. Next week, we'll see Mac doing something completely different. <laughs> and I think it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to, to create it. And the week after it, again, Muna, actually Rotem, is doing again something very different in the way that she explains it. And I think maybe it's because we wanted to show ways in which you can interpret the, the tell us something from your character's history. Because mm-hmm. you don't actually have to sit down and just tell it. Storytelling is a big part of the fun of role-playing games and storytelling is about how you tell the story not what story you tell and i think we showed that you can i mean let's let's be frank next week's um story is not a story at all there's no actually mech kind of mech again guy kind of um 
evades the question. Instead of actually telling a story about passion, he is, or love, whatever, he, 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 does, he does something else completely. It's not, there's no new information that we <laughs> gain from it. It's just fun storytelling. It's the way he tells it that is important. We gain, we know nothing new, uh, which is fine, which I think is, is awesome and it's great. And I think the, the people listening now will love it when they see it because it's how, how it's made. And uh, now I know what I'm going to write the post for next week on. Nice. Yes. Um, yeah, I like the, those uh, interludes just for us as comics creator because uh, it gives us an opportunity to do something a bit different. Um, after like 25 pages of comics that has to kind of conform to specific comics rules uh, and storytelling rules, this is just a little break to do whatever we want. Uh, and, and that was fun. And now we're, we're diving back in to mm, chapter yes, two. Yes. And uh, you'll, see, you'll see some <laughs> of that very shortly. Yes. I, li- I like how it starts. I, like, I, think, I think it starts on a good uh, uh, food. Fit? Fat? Many okay. fat. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fat. Great. On this wonderful <laughs> note, uh, why don't you tell us a bit about your week, Iran? My week... Uh, I, I had some interesting, although mostly to me, uh, uh, gut problems. And oh! <laughs> yes! Oh, I, tell I us will, more about that! I, th- I think I'll skip that part. Okay. Is that okay? Yes. And get directly to how City of Mist Starter Set won the Silver Annie Award. Yes! For Congratulations! For Best Product. Thank you very much. And uh, behind the scene, uh, <laughs> I've just talked yesterday with Amit Moshe, the, the producer, the creator, the writer of, of City of Mist, and we celebrated by basically shouting yay at each other in Hangouts. <laughs> and and that's, that, that's it. And then, and then back to work on the actual book itself, Chapter 3. He's starting Chapter 4. And, and never mind. It's, it's, we, are, we are working on several chapters at the same time. It's a strange iterative process, but it works very well for the both of us. If you don't know City of Mist, then how about you download the free starter set that just won a Silver Annie Award, which Woo! means it's the second best. I think the first best <laughs> is uh, Seven Seas, I think. Uh, free starter set won the best free product. Uh, and good for them. Seven Seas was a huge Kickstarter success last year. And while I myself am not very keen on the system or the setting, I appreciate the thing. I think. I, know, I don't know. I haven't read it. Maybe I appreciate it. Maybe I dislike it. I, have no, I don't. <laughs> I'll continue to the next point. Well, apparently I did some work this week of it. What? Yes, I sat down and worked on things. And one day in the future, and it might not even be that far away, I will start the Dusk Bearing campaign I've been discussing on this podcast for the past like six months or so, uh, which is the D&D 5 open-ended uh, sandbox-ish West Marches style massive multiplayer, massive multiplayer <laughs> consistent world sort of thing that I'm planning to run and probably record and run it in English, by the way, and, and record it through all 20 and it's probably I, I i'm assuming it's going to be amazing because i've invested so many hours into it so far that if it's not going to be amazing i will tear my eyes out 
I mean, people would say I would eat my hat, but I, I wear no hat and I do have eyes. So instead, <laughs> it's, it might, it might, I might have to resort to consuming eyes. Yes, very last, efficient. Yes, I, that's, that's how it is. Mm. I've spent many hours last week distributing things into hexes which sounds i don't know i mean now i know that hex um 0806 has the old keep along with you know hexes 08 and 05 obviously 0707 0706 0705 oh. all of them together oh you know of course compo- compose the east forest and i have no idea what he's talking about either it's fine it's uh it's it's part of, of there's there's a system there's there there must be if there isn't then I don't know what I've been doing for the past week. Uh, there are about a hundred different story points or encounters. Wow. Yes, that I've gathered and I need to distribute them among about ninety hexes of map, and 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 not like just throw them around. There are five main storylines that go through, like, weaved into the fabric of the Dusk Barrens, this huge unexplored region. And these stories need to make sense, and every encounter needs to be part of it, and everything must be only hinted at, because the players should be able to discover it themselves by going through it and experiencing it. This is a lot of work. Is there a wall in your flat that is just pictures and words with red um, string attached I wish there was. One. That would be so much easier. <laughs> I mean, I think I spent like 20% at least of the time on these taskbar and things just to come up with a system um, that would allow me to keep things in check because it's so much information. And I'm not completely sure how... Still, I'm still not completely sure how to distribute it and how to make sure that when the time comes, I am able to access the piece of information that I need in, you know, at all. <laughs> I wanted to say quickly, but at <laughs> all, just be able to have access to it. Uh, maybe one of our listeners, if you ever ran something like that or tried mm. to uh, take control of such a vast amount of, of details and information, if you know of a system or an app or a service or whatever... That. I would love to. I would yeah. love to. I, I should note, however, that I've spent a lot of time going through such systems mm. and downloading and buying various um, open world sandboxes things. I mean, I did a lot of research on it, and it's quite probable that I uh, I already know everything you're about to tell me. But feel free to suggest it anyway, because, you know, why not? Uh, yes, I'm using Obsidian Portal, by the way. Before anyone suggests it, I'm already using it. That's basically me. Aviv, what about you? About me? Uh, I think it's time for the monthly new anime recommendation. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Thank you. Do that every time now. Um, we started watching Elegant Yokai Apartment Life. Yes, that sounds like an anime. Uh, y- yes, <laughs> it follows all the rules of anime naming. Yes. It's about a guy um who 
wants to start going to, I, I'm not sure if it's high school or university or college, but it's some sort of school where it's legitimate to sleep in the dorms. Um, and he's really looking forward to that, to getting out of his uh, family's house and live on his own and be, uh, uh, you know, a school kid who lives on his own. And then the dorm burns down. So he has to find a new place to live and he everything is really expensive. Hello, welcome to the, you know, apartment market or something. And he finds an apartment building uh, that is surprisingly cheap and he's not sure why. And then when he spends the first night there, it's apparently full of ghosts and demons. But they're all really friendly and nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> And uh, and yeah, the rest of the show, it's only like seven or eight episodes in, I think. It's, it's just started. Um, but it's about him living with all these ghost and demon friends. Some of them are also humans who are aware of the existence of ghosts and demons. And some of them have... I don't want to spoil too much. But it's that kind of anime. Um, it's not precisely slice of life with some supernatural. Because the supernatural is... Uh, quite important and heavy in this anime. Okay. It is a kind of a mix of um, supernatural with the real everyday world. And it's fun and nice and also really, really weird because, hello, anime. So <laughs> elegant yokai apartment life, look for it. We, we watch it on Crunchyroll. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's nice. One more thing that is nice? No, one more thing that I'm watching? No, one more thing that... Another topic altogether. Recently, an artist that I follow on Twitter, um, who actually, I will, I will give a link to her Twitter account as well. Her name is Charlie Bowater, and she's really good. Um, she recommended doing yoga. She just uh. said, hey guys, I've been doing yoga daily for a month now. And I'm actually feeling myself uh, in less pain and getting fitter. And it's kind of awesome. And I know this. I know yoga is good for you and stuff. I've heard it a lot. I've heard it specifically for people who, who spend all day in front of the computer. Um, mm. it's, it's good to do stuff like yoga or Pilates or stuff where you actually stretch the body in ways that it doesn't get much of when you're just sitting in front of a computer all day. But this time, her recommendation came with a YouTube channel. And it's always much better to have a specific recommendation yes. with something to work with rather than just, hey, guys, do yoga. Yes. Um, so this recommendation is yoga with Adrian. Adrian is the sweetest girl from apparently Austin, Texas. Um, she is kind of like... An, a more pleasant American version of Hermione. What? That's what she looks like. Okay. Just looks like. She's not, she doesn't do magic. She no. does, in a way. I mean, if no, you look at no, her, she clearly fine. has I, this, some magic. This recommendation power. is done. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, she has loads of yoga videos for, like she has them for specific professions of people. What? Because I guess different professions have different problems that arise in the body or something. Mm -hmm. 
But what I like about her channel is uh, one series of videos called Yoga Revolution. It's kind of an introduction to yoga and she keeps referring to it very sweetly as an experience rather than just yoga practice. And every day, it's, it's a series of 31 videos and you're supposed to practice one every day um, for about 30 minutes each. And each one comes with a kind of a, a key concept that we're meant to explore through the daily practice. And I mean, that's nice and a little bit hippie. Um, <laughs> but, but the fact is that I've been doing yoga daily now for about 18 days. And it doesn't feel like... A chore. Exactly. Mm. It's fun. It's, it's this... 30 minutes every day that I take for myself and it's a beautiful break in the middle of a work day and obviously I'm very privileged in that because I work from home and I can decide to just yes. go to the living room in the middle of the day and do that but I think it'll be super beneficial for anyone just coming home from work and spending 30 minutes on yourself and just kind of being aware of your body and the things it does or doesn't do for most of your life because poses and movements and stuff. Um, explosions. Ex yes, some. Mm. Inner explosions in your mm -hmm. chakras. Mm -hmm. yes. And, you know, apart from that, just, just taking some time for yourself, it does also provide a really good, I don't, I don't know if I should say a really good workout, mm. but I definitely feel it working on my muscles because every other day I can't move something else. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way, in a kind of a, yes, you worked on your body kind of way. Oh, good for you. So I absolutely recommend just trying it. She, the nice thing about this 31-day uh, series is that she eases you into yoga. She doesn't just throw a bunch of pose names and, and crazy intense stuff on you. Bending crane. <laughs> no cranes. I haven't yeah. run into a crane yet. Mm. There, there are some mountains and so many downward facing dogs. So many. <laughs> but no cranes so far. Um, so I just, I, I really think everyone should just give it a try. Like a few days, see how it feels. If, if nothing else, I think it's just, it's a good feeling to mm. connect to your body. And sorry if I'm being a little hippie. Uh, she, she, she has that effect on me. Um, <laughs> just, just connecting to your body and feeling it in ways that you don't get to normally. Um, give it a go. We'll put a link. And she's awesome. Thank you, Adrian. You're so cool. That, that sounds great. How come that's the first time I'm, I'm hearing about it, Aviv? I could really use that such sort of thing in my life as well uh then i would recommend you follow that link <laughs> and and try thank you, to Aviv. Yes. thank you Aviv, with whom i speak on <laughs> hangout every day thank you i think i i needed to try it for myself for a little bit uh just to make sure that i don't just give up on it after a few days yes, yes. um but yeah i definitely you should you should give it a go i will cool excellent so i think that is it from us this week 
another reminder, we will be at Concrete Cow on 16th of September. Mm. We heard that it's a really nice, pleasant British con, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Let us know if you're going to be there, just so we can, you know, prepare in advance to say <laughs> hello. <laughs> Uh, and we'll also be at Dragon Meat, but we'll talk about that later when it becomes closer. You can find us with this podcast, with our comics, with our posts about role-playing games at uptofourplayers.com. And you can also look for us in any social network and we'll probably be there. Okay, it's time to say goodbye. That's basic. I mean, I don't think I need it yet. We did it, Sam, for me. Goodbye.